Hey, I'm Mike Marino, and I'm making America Italian again, and you're listening to me on The Just Steph Show. You're never going out of style. Tell me, you've got so much going on. Why do you want to make America Italian again? I talked about why I think America should be Italian. What are your reasons why America should be Italian? Well, you know, it stemmed from some jokes that I was doing about my life and growing up Italian and coming out of the basement and eating all these great foods and just being happy all the time. And I think that's what maybe America needs, whether it's an Italian family or just another family that grew up blue-collar. Because if you look what's going on in the world today, kids get away with things you never would have gotten away with. And when you have a problem these days, you ask Siri. I had a problem back in the day. I asked Mommy, Mommy, what do you think? She said, sit down and have something to eat. You'll feel better. And everybody was happy. Right. I agree. and if there was nobody going to a high school and shooting a gun, you went to high school, if you got in a fight, you fought it out on the playground, you ended up becoming friends with the guy anyway. Right. So oh. it's an old school. Spare the rod, spoil the child needs to be in play. My mother used to beat the crap out of us. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought you were going to do something wrong, you got your butt kicked. I know. I know. It's amazing. I know. I, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, my kids are texting me. Can my friend come over? I go, get over here. Are you kidding me? I want to kill them. Like, I, no, come talk to me. What kid? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So, tell, um, you, you're, you, you're on a big tour. Uh, you're, going, you're in New Jersey. You, you have a big gig coming up this weekend. This Saturday night, thank God, we sold out the uh, 7 o'clock show over at the NJ Pack Center, which is a gigantic theater I've always wanted to play here. And uh, we added the 9.30 show. Now they say they got maybe 100 tickets left for the next two days, and we should go through that pretty quickly. And funny enough, Thursday and Friday night, the two nights before I take the stage, is Frankie Valli. <gasps> And bandmates are fans of mine. They call me this afternoon saying, hey, you know, here's some tickets. Please come backstage, hang out with Frankie, meet everybody. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You guys are fans of mine. Do you realize who you are? (laughs) Realize who you are? Do you need a date? Tell Frankie Valley I'll be there. Tell him not to park in my spot. Oh my god! Oh my god! I lo- I saw Frankie Valley. Um, he came here to Atlanta. We was me and my mom was screaming Frankie. I, we, I, no, I love that's all. Oh, I love that. That's I'm like thinking maybe you need a date. Like I could just fly up there. That's oh my god! I, that's so fun. I love it. I love it. I I love. I saw Jersey Boys like. I saw him actually on Broadway, the original cast, and I saw it here in uh, in Atlanta. So, I mean, I just love that. That's I love the whole old school thing. Uh, you know, Sal Valtinetti and all those guys up there. I love it. It's 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 great. So, what what actually made you want to be a comedian? And you know, I think nothing's funnier than real life. So, especially growing up Italian. So that's my thought. But what made you want to kind of get up there and make people laugh? Uh, speaking real quick about Sal Valentinetti, he and I have done a lot of shows together. Mm. And I went on stage to open for the band, and the, these guys are probably going to ask me to open for Frankie. I mean, that's the next question. And it's funny enough, I'm going to actually have to say I have a conflict. I'm here tomorrow night, <laughs> so I can't. But um, I never set out to be a comedian. I was an actor since I was about three, four years old. Mm-hmm. I grew up doing TV commercials in New York City because I had blonde hair and blue eyes, and I know how to a bite into a potato hamburger, and uh, it wasn't 
until I was about 29 years old that I was at an open mic at a comedy club in New Jersey, and somebody on a dare said, you're an actor, why don't you get up there and see if you can do what they're doing? And I said, okay. And the prize, I think, was 50 bucks and a drink. <laughs> so I went on stage and I said, my mom this, my mom that, my mom this, and my mom that. And that guy goes, oh, you're a phenomenal comedian. I'm like, okay, give me the 50 bucks and a drink. Right. <laughs> I never thought anything of it. But then I get addicted to it. And right. I started going out every night searching out these open mics and seeing if I could be a comedian. And then I guess you're 10 years into it and you're making great money. And before you know it, you start getting roles as an actor because people see you performing as a comedian. Right. And I got my last three movie roles because I was doing stand-up and somebody in the club said, you're great, I have a role for you in this movie. And it happened, quite honestly, now more than it ever does. Right. I mean, I'm booking movies that my agent don't even know about. And I'm looking at him like, well, what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) What exactly is it that you do? You know, everybody has this uh, romantic thought that the agent and the manager create your career. And I'm like, no, I created my career. I don't know what he does. (laughs) And you pay him for it, too. Right. You'd be surprised how many times I start going, excuse me, where in this paycheck is your name? (laughs) And then I start going, maybe I should make America Italian again for real and stop kidding around. You get what you deserve. You know what I say to people in my touring camp? Here's the way I work it. I'm having dinner at my house on Sunday at 2 o'clock, and I'm bringing the turkey. If you bring an appetizer and you bring the dessert, you can all sit at my table. But if you don't come with anything in your hand, don't come to my house. There you go. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's amazing. I know we, we were talking about this a little earlier because I was saying, you know, in the, you know if every, everything was Italian again, you know, number one, you know, there would be a respect for authority, right? Yes. The, no, don't you never talk business outside outside the family, ever, nope. right? Everybody's loyal, you know, and you you know you got each other's back, and you know, and it's just it would be happy. It would just be a better world. It's just like what you said on the you know if we had an Italian president. I think it'd be amazing. Well, I tell everybody all the time. If I was the president, I wouldn't tweet. I don't want anybody knowing what I'm thinking. Right. See. Tweet. You think I want anybody knowing where I'm going or what I'm thinking? I don't tweet. Follow me? You don't follow me. I follow you. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow me. Right. And I'll start telling everybody with these cell phones, stop telling everybody where you are. That's why you're getting kidnapped. When I was a kid, I went out with my friends. I didn't want anybody knowing where I went. Right. <laughs> I'm out. That's all you need to know. I went out. Where'd you go? It doesn't matter. I was out. Yep. There you go. I love it. I love it. That's, that's, you know, it's so funny when I go home to Boston, Mike, um, everybody is, has this bad flavor for like Facebook. They're like, ugh. They all, all the Italians can't stand it. They're like, Facebook, what are you talking about? I don't want anyone knowing stuff. Don't put my kid on Facebook. People will see. It's very funny. I love it. It's, yeah, well, we got the Italian Facebook. Fuck your book. Yeah. <laughs> Fudge a book. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. That is so funny. I love it. I love it. So when are you coming to Atlanta? You know, I haven't played in Atlanta in a really, really long time and I really would like to go back out there. I did a theater in Atlanta, I wanna say like maybe six years ago. And that was at a time where I don't think I was selling the amount of tickets that I'm selling now. But I really would like to get back out there. 
things about me is I have no color boundary. Everybody wants to come and see the show. I've done uh, anything from extremely urban shows to straight up uh, white people wearing suits and ties. And it's, it's, it's really fun that I get to do what I do. Everybody told me you wouldn't be good in Texas. I go to Texas, they go absolutely ballistic because, you know, I become a, a bit of an entity. They're like, wow, would you look at this guy? He's authentic. Right. Well, that's, you know, you, you, can't, you can't make stuff, you know, the stuff that you make up isn't funny. The real stuff, you know, being real is, is where it's at, and people, people buy that. People buy real. They don't want, you know, a, a facade. So that's, you're, you're right on the money with that thought, because when somebody does make up a joke, no one really takes the ride because they can't identify. But if you do something about, let's just say family in general, people identify because everybody has a parent and everybody's got some dysfunctional thing that went on in their life, and then they identify and they poke the person next to them and go, oh, my God, he's describing me. And that's when you hit the home runs because they believe. And they're like, wow, you know, I think like he thinks. Right. Uh, absolutely. I, I agree. So uh, how can people find you? Well, I'm really hard to find. I'm, on, I'm in a witness protection program. <laughs> I don't even know how you got this phone number. <laughs> no. Uh, everything is on MikeMarino.net, which is my website. And all my social media is at MikeMarinoLive. And Marino is spelled the Italian way, M-A-R-I-N-O. You know, in California, they spell me Moreno. M-O-R-E-N-O. I'm like, look, I got nothing against the Latino people. I like uh, all kinds of tacos. In fact, I had a taco with a meatball in it. Just to see how nice I am. It was pretty good. It was a bit of a crunch. My mother would have killed me, but it was nice. But Mike Marino live, Instagram, Facebook, all of that good stuff, and YouTube. And if you go on YouTube, you can see the series that I created, the web series, called Marino 2016, which was a joke on us running for president of the United States. And you'll see guys like Trump and uh, Robert De Niro and uh, Joe Pesci, and they're all impersonators, but they're so good. People thought I really was with them. That's funny. That's, that's great. I saw the, whole, the Uncle Tommy skits, too. Well, I'm doing more and more Uncle Tommy because the guy was real. It was my uncle passed away many years ago, and he used to say the craziest things and so I decided I would imitate him and bring him back to life uh, through the eyes of some comedy because everybody has an uncle like that or a grandfather or a great-grandfather who would say really funny things, and you miss that. I miss sitting in the corner going, hey, did you hear what Uncle Tommy said? He, he said, you know, my uncle used to go like this when he was done eating dinner. Where did your mother hide the chocolate? She always hides the chocolate. Where is it? Your kids know where the chocolate is. <laughs> I said, well, Uncle Tom, she hid the chocolate in the cabinet. And he goes, all right, go in the cabinet, grab your uncle a piece of chocolate, because once I have the chocolate, everything goes right through. Otherwise, I'm sitting in the bathroom for two hours counting the time. <laughs> and that would scare the bejesus out of a little kid, because you're wondering, what does he mean? Why is he counting tiles? What does he mean by that? Then you get older and you're like, well, he was constipated and he was looking for chocolate. It, so it's hilarious because that's real. And so many people would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time when we were kids, we gave him the chocolate, but we didn't know it was the X-Lex chocolate thing. Oh. <laughs> we were looking at him like, you know, here's the chocolate. And he goes, well, why don't you kids have some chocolate, too? And then you <laughs> ate this chocolate. You remember, taste it really.
this is the worst chocolate I ever had. <laughs> then, then the next day, your mother's calling Uncle Tommy going, what did you do to my children? They're crapping all over the house. What did you give my children? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's so true. Oh, my gosh. Everybody has, you know, funny uncles, you know, that, well, at least the Italians do. I, I mean, the Italian, we get, I mean, I, I had, my uncle in my uncle Vinny was so oh my gosh he was hilarious we called him Inzi. He, oh they just they just said crazy stuff so um, but anyway I am so thrilled that you called in today um, um you know call back anytime and if you're in Atlanta please come be in the studio with me uh, and let me know what's going on and we'll make sure that uh, the world knows so vice versa you ever want to come on my little podcast that I'm doing live from my mother's basement that would have a lot of fun. <laughs> I will definitely, you know I love that, totally. We totally talk about being Italian, so I love it. So listen, good luck with uh, Frankie Valley and your, your gigs going on and making it America Italian again and know that you have this supporter over here because I think America should be Italian again. All right, thank so, you. All right, take care. Have a great day. Ciao. Ciao, babe. Bye. All right. Oh, my gosh, he's so funny. I love it. All right. Thanks for tuning in and getting real with me on The Just Steph Show. You can catch me on all social media, Facebook, Just Steph, Twitter, at Steph Palermo, Instagram, Just Steph One, and check out my website, JustSteph.com. See you next week.